Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. You are now listening to Kings of Talk Radio. On the North of Diego, say Ashton Luego. Welcome. My name is DG the Urban Scholar. You are listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas slash Kings of Talk. And we are here. Let's go. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. You know where we're going. I had to talk about it. I wasn't just going to let it just go. I just like to get all of the facts and really what's going on when situations like this happen and the culture and in the community again rest in peace take off definitely a tragic tragic situation we're going to get into it thank you so much to my staff linda music mike you know with that being said, just don't listen to me. Listen to Renegade Richie, Naughty Nicole, the Alex Jones show, Toxic Wise Ass, Real News with David Knight, the Therapist Therapist show, EG the Urban Scholar show. That's me. And also, Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. The Wayne Allen Root Show. Definitely some great, great content. Definitely keep me on the edge of my seats. It never stops. Thank you so much, Linda. We're here. I just wanted to bring it to you. Can bring it to you. Again, my name is EG the Urban Scholar, and you're listening to Kings of Talk Radio slash Renegade Talk Radio. Thank you so much. And Kings of Talk, we are here. I just wanted to give it some time. You know, when situations like this happen in the community, as of lately, it comes a point to where you have to wait. You have to wait till all of the he say, she say nonsense kind of gets out the way. And I can actually just give you the pure facts. And what better way to take it from a nurse who was actually there? As I quote, I was scared, but it had to go. A nurse who had to actually help take off after the shooting says it was too late. The nurse said, she heard the gunshots from her apartment near the bowling alley where Takeoff was shot outside. As I read on, a nurse who had tried to come to Migos rapper's Takeoff's aid after he was shot in downtown Houston said there was nothing that she could do to save him. Who wanted to remain anonymous lives near the bowling alley where Takeoff attended a private party and was later shot outside of the venue. As I quote, I live close by and I heard pow pow and it stopped and when I went that's so weird. So I got up in my pajamas. I go over to the balcony and my neighbors were underneath me. I said, do you all hear that? And she said, yeah. And I said, I don't think that that was a car or some firecrackers. That sounded like gunshots, she explained. The nurse said she saw people running and thought it was an active shooter situation. So she didn't want to go anywhere. But as things settled, she said, she heard a scream. I'm thinking that's the victim. That's the person who was shot, she said. 
It sounded like a cry of agony. It was a cry of agony, but emotional, not physical. She let her learn that that cry came from Quavo, another member of the Migos and Takeoff's uncle. He was screaming for an ambulance and looking for help. The nurse said that's when she ran to the trunk of her car and grabbed her equipment to help the injured victim, who she let her learn was Takeoff. So Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk, she didn't even know who it was. Again, not all heroes wear capes. I would just like to thank all the uniform officials and the uniform service workers out there that keep this country thriving and keep us with the light speed of help. As I quote, you can hear my voice in a video yelling, I'm a nurse, no, no, I'm a nurse because I wanted to let them know. She said, I was scared, but I had to go. The nurse said when she got there, it was too late. His head was all the way up and his eyes were rolled back and fixed. She said, and I saw a pile of blood behind his head. She said that she checked Takeoff's pulse numerous times, but he was already dead. People on social media have suggested she should have performed CPR, but she said that wouldn't have helped, would not be appropriate, especially with a gunshot wound, the nurse said. You would never do CPR because you would be circulating the blood and the blood would go right out of the hole. The nurse said she has a son around the same age as Takeoff and feels for the family. As for why she is sharing her story, she said she just wants something good to come out of this. Somebody to know that good people sometimes show up just because, she said. The nurse said she spoke with the Houston Police Department but couldn't provide any valuable information because she wasn't a witness to the actual shooting. Houston Police Department said it's still trying to identify potential suspects and continues to encourage anyone with information to come forth. Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk. Wow, man. So let's get right into it. I don't really want to speak on too much about the myths, the rumors that have been circulating, but we must kind of talk about them lightly to a certain extent. Like I said earlier, we must take hats off and salute DJ Academics, first of all. DJ Academics actually broke down this case foot by note, hand by hand, images, shadows. He took it to the extent. I'm talking about CSI at its finest, just based off of the videos that we have received and the videos that have been circulating all over social media. So it takes us back to these issues. Who really shot who? Who shot first? As I recap from what DJ Academics was actually speaking on, he said that there were basically two different sides. There was Amigo side and there was a mob ties family side, Jazz Prince side. And it all kind of stemmed from let's just call it a dice game tournament that happens once every year. It's been going on for a few years in Houston. It is a known event, not a local known event, but more so of a private event, celebrities, socialites, people of that nature. And so you have this event, but my main thing is, and what bothers me is, we have to understand that these things that happen have nothing to do with the actual hip-hop community in itself. See, this is what happens when music actually meets the streets and they combine together. 
And then you have homicides, you have murders. Just in the past few months, we have lost several rappers that we also enjoy their music. But what you must realize is every different situation was different and it had nothing to do with the actual music. This wasn't any type of rap beef or type of rap controversy that they might try to put it towards. And it's not rappers killing rappers. That's not at all what it is. It is when you are a person in the entertainment industry and you choose to still extend a hand to the streets, let's just be honest, to the streets, which is the outside territory of what you actually surround yourself with. Because let's just be honest here, once you actually get in the entertainment industry and become in the industry, you have to leave your past alone. Many people said that they should have went to a casino. But let's just be honest here. A good old dice game is part of the culture. So are we mad at that, Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk? This is part of the culture. They have been doing this for years. So that's not the problem here. The problem is when you get around certain people that let's just face it, they don't have what you have. They might have money because I'm gonna be honest with you, those people that were there, nobody was actually broke. So let's just understand that. They had some type of money. Let's just call it six digits and up, $100,000 and up. That's facts. But when the jealousy and the envy come into play, and you are a successful rapper and you have that ego, a lot of things come from that, as we see here. Whether good or bad, you shouldn't be placing yourself in that situation at all. That's the real catch. But these two camps, they came there. I'm just gonna say it and get it out because there's so much of what really happened and nobody really knows besides the people that were there. And unfortunately, the good old code of silence Nobody is talking, but there's enough video to blatantly show what kind of actually happened, but it still has to be pieced together, piece by piece, level by level. Again, shout out to DJ Academics. He definitely did a hellified job. I commend him on that. So they're saying that one person from the Migos side had a gun in a book bag and might have keywords, might have reached in and shot through the book bag. Don't quote me on this. That first shot, they're saying it might have actually hit takeoff in the abdomen, lower abdomen. But keep in mind, before somebody from the Migos camp shot, somebody from the other crew slash camp threw a punch and hit somebody from the other side. That's what caused Quavo's brother, which is now out there, Quavo's brother reached in the bag and shot through the bag. They're trying to say, allegedly, that when he shot, he accidentally hit takeoff in the stomach. While he let that shot off, the other side, they had guns too, and they let a shot off while all this was happening. That shot supposedly and allegedly hit takeoff in the head. 
and he dropped. Meanwhile, on the video, you see certain persons of interest and certain people that were in these videos all day walking calmly out. Now we see this here as we watch the social media platforms. Me personally, I hate it. I hate to see these rappers pass tragically. He was only 28 years old, just getting started with his life. A millionaire, superstar, definitely a hellified rapper. He would definitely be missed in the community and in music in general. The Migos actually did a lot for us. I honestly can say that. So this is definitely gonna hit the community hard. The thing that I hate is it was so many people there, but the streets will be the streets. And it has to be a hardcore influence of concrete evidence with dealing with a case like this, especially with the publicity that this has actually brought to Houston. The same thing with Young Dolph. You see, when that happened, they made sure that the killers were found, no matter how long it took. And they got him. So with this being such a big loss for the music industry, and as we watch and have seen take off throughout the years, he was cool, calm, wasn't too rowdy, more laid back, smooth type of musician. So it really feels kind of odd. Take off out of all people. There's so many questions to be answered. And man, Linda Music Mike. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, we definitely need a break on that one. My name is EG the Urban Scholar. You're listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas slash Kings of Talk Radio. And there's more. Stay tuned. Let's go. Freedoms being destroyed like free speech. Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. Here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one Get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. Welcome back. You are listening 
to Renegade Talk Las Vegas slash Kings of Talk Radio. My name is E.G. the Urban Scholar. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all the listenership. Again, we're here. I don't know where we're going, but hopefully it's somewhere great. first half we were covering takeoff and like I said it's just so much that actually happened with that situation and there's so much that has come out but nobody has really said the right thing that kind of really has taken my interest I believe that social media and the internet is pretty much solving it on its own and that's where we really are with this you know um it's like a balance. It's a 50-50 thing, you know? You have the police department, which definitely has to do their job. That's what they get paid for. We pay the taxes. But at the same time, you have social media. They want answers. And no matter what, they're not going to wait on any type of police. Because unfortunately, we all know how long police take. And it's not always guaranteed that they will solve these crimes and murders. That's my biggest thing. So yes, I just been told that we're going to keep it to this subject and we're going to just kind of get into it. What's going on in the community of music? Not just hip hop, but it seems like it's geared towards hip hop, correct? That's the way that the media would try to show it to you. But at the end of the day, wasn't one of the Beatles gunned down, John Lennon? He was shot, right? Even though rap wasn't out, I'm just trying to kind of better get an understanding of this. And as I read here, I just kind of want to go down a long list and, man, it's sad. I look at all these names and some of the rappers that have been killed due to shooting violence and it's literally a long list all of the ages under 50 it's terrible i'm just going to break it down just real fast it's so many names i'm just kind of trying to give you a better understanding of what the community has been facing since 1987 we got scott larock he died from a shooting august 1987 we got policy july 17th 1989 Danny D-Boy Rodriguez, October 6, 1990, age 22. The list just goes on and on. We got Tupac, Notorious Big, Jam Master J, Soldier Slim, Mac Dre, Blade Icewood, Big Hawk, Lil Fat, Dolby, Bankroll Fresh, Chinks Drugs, XX Attentiano. <sighs> Man, the list just goes on and on. Nipsey Hussle, Pop Smoke, King Von, Mo3, Trouble, PMB, Rock, Takeoff, 
Young Dolph, man, it's starting to be just sad. But let's just get into the other side of things. There is really no way that you can be in this industry and still think that you're going to live some type of street life. And for those that are thinking that they can still do it, you have to look at the examples that they set for you. Young Thug, YSL, YFN, Young Luchi. Do you understand and see what's really going on, Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk? So as an artist, as an entertainer, as a person of well-known interests, there comes a time and a point to where you have to think smart. Definitely have to have security nowadays. Whether you're an actor, comedian, singer, bandmate, no matter what position that you actually play in this entertainment industry, sports athlete, you can't leave them out. I'm going on and on, but this is what it really is. So you can't just put or point a finger at hip hop. You see, just for the past couple of weeks, these politicians, they have been getting shot at. They have been getting burglarized. So it's not just hip hop. So we can't just say that that's just what it is because it's not. It just so happens it's a certain community that's being targeted as of right now because I really think they never have been targeted like this before to this extent and this much. We might get one or two rappers that might die every year. But where are we at? Like six for this year? Six? That's unheard of. And it's tragic because the streets don't talk. And majority of these rappers, they had families, they had kids, they had wives. They were just trying to do something that they liked and get their passions out, which is really as entertainers and people of this industry, that's all we really want to do. Get out our passions, get out our thoughts, our music that's really in our hearts. So the bottom line here is that certain things don't mix. And if you're living a certain type of way of life and are thinking about getting in the industry, find a change. Find where it could be beneficial to you. And just remember, you take care of a lot of people when you stand on a certain platform or you're a certain person of major influence. So influence people for the right things and not the wrong. The youth is gaining traction for the wrong reasons. It's kind of reminding me of the 90s somewhat. It's getting there. We are getting there, but should we? Should we be okay with that? We're more concerned about politics and not what's really going on in our own backyard. Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk. I don't really see an end to this unless we form some type of alliance and group against certain yes and there really has to be some type of balance to this where can we or how can we figure this shit out because this is just sad another life gone oh, man Renegade Talk, Kings of Talk, 
My name is EJ the Urban Scholar. I hope you understand my message that I'm trying to put out. We worked so hard to get here and it could all be going in a matter of moments, seconds, minutes, whatever you want to call it. It's just sad. I just can't really believe it at this point on how we even got here. Thank you for listening. You know those words. I'm gone. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You are now listening to Kings of Talk Radio.